I'm Kate, the Android, and welcome to Cinema Nomad, a podcast that covers films from around the world and the filmmakers who make them. Without further ado, here's your host, Mr. Gabella. I'm Kahiso Gabella, and welcome back to episode 10 of Cinema Nomad. And episode two of our encounter series, just a quick reminder, this week we are covering documentary films from the Encounters uh, Documentary Film Festival. Last week I said that I was going to cover the films and, you know, release the podcast every day while I watch the films on a daily basis at the festival, but uh, it didn't work out so well because... I think there was two days straight where I was watching films that I didn't really like at all. And there's like 36 films, so I had to watch quite a lot of films to find the ones that I liked and the ones that I thought deserved to be reported back to uh, in this podcast and or discussed or talked about. So I figured, you know what, uh, let me just enjoy the festival watch it as it is, uh, and then when the festival's over, which ended yesterday, I'll talk about the films that I, I liked and I thought were interesting and, you know, that I think maybe you guys would love to watch in the future, and maybe I'll have a discussion about them now, because, you know, they're somewhat relevant to the times, or just relevant to, you know, things that... Uh, or important to me, I guess, and uh, maybe it might be important to you. So that was a, a long ass intro, but yeah. So this is episode two of the Encounters series. Episode one of the Encounters series was uh, on a film called Ailey. It was about Alvin Ailey, who is a choreographer and dancer and uh, founder of the uh, the Ailey Dance Company. And that was really fun talking about him and really fun watching his movie, his biography film, and the impact that he had on uh, modern dance, the civil rights movement, and and, and all, all of that stuff. Go watch the episode. Go watch episode one. So, <laughs> so in episode two in our Encounter series, uh, we have a, another really cool film, a really good film. Uh, it's called uh, President. So... I don't know if you were here in, in the first episode of the Encounter series. I spoke about how I I'm not a I'm not the biggest fan of documentary films, you know. But you know, well, I'm not the biggest fan of documentary films that only do the whole interview style and only use archive footage. That's not my favorite type of documentary to watch. Films that only just you know there's a group of people just sitting on the chair and then they're getting interviewed by the camera and they just discuss about like you know the past talk about the past and then there's like archive footage like these black and white old school footage and then that's the whole movie it's you know it's like uh it's like a slideshow i'm not really those films don't get me that excited i'm only ever excited about those type of documentaries if they involve people that I am already interested in, but for the most part, I don't like uh, films that are made in that uh, in that style. Um, so this film is made in the style that I like, and the style that I like is you know following 
characters, you know, following these, following specific people, you know. If you want to make a film about, uh, like I said, like in the last episode, I talked about Cartel Land, a film about, you know, the Mexican cartel, and it was about this um, town that was, you know, run by the cartel, and then there was these vigilante groups that, uh, that came from the community, like a group of doctors, you know, normal people that came together and started this group, this auto-defense group, and they kicked out the, the cartel out of the community, right? But in that documentary, you literally watch it from the beginning. You know, you follow these characters and you see them achieve the things that they're achieving. And you, you see their, you know, you see the whole, you see the event in, in, in real time, if that makes sense. So it's a bit more exciting. There's like, you know, there's blood on the streets. There's like, you feel like you're in, uh, you know, in Mexico, you, feel, you can hear the gunshots. You know, the camera's always next to... You, you know, there's interrogations, and there's a gun there, there's, like, someone that just died two minutes ago, and, you know, it's, everything is captured, it's exciting, you know, it's, I, I, I like those documentaries where they're in the thick of it, you know, the whole reflective documentary thing is, I don't know, it's kind of boring, you have to do, like, a very creative way to make it interesting, like the film called The Imposter, but other than that, I'm, uh, I like films that are, in the thick of it and that follow the the main characters follow the main the main events as they happen in real time so this film does just that and it's called uh the president it's a film by camelia nielsen who is from copenhagen denmark and she has uh made a film called democrats back in 2014 that covered the the making of the constitutional process in uh, Zimbabwe. And she's back in Zimbabwe again, covering the presidential election of 2018 in Zimbabwe uh, that that was, uh, I think, one of the first uh, elections where people had hope after, you know, Robert Mugabe was, what do you call this, usurped? Is usurped the right word? Well, after the coup and he was kicked out of power and kicked out of office, that was the first election of him not uh, being in government. And that was one of, I think, a big election that people were hoping to, you know, to be, to participate in. And there was somewhat of hope that, you know, the country would change after Mugabe was gone and real democracy would uh, come in place Zimbabwe and you know the all, all these things you know so this is what this film is about so it's about the the election it's about the campaigning for the election and eventually the you know the voting and the decision all, all of that so it's basically like a presidential run and it follows uh, like three major players so it follows ZANU, the Zimbabwean African National Union, which is the ruling party and is led by Emerson Mnangagwa, who is the one that staged the coup against Mugabe. And it follow and number two, it follows the movement for democratic change, which is the opposition party and is run by Nelson Chamisa. 
uh, I believe he was an activist as well of of sorts. I'm not good at politics. <laughs> I'm terrible with politics. I have no idea what's going around in the world in terms of politics. Like you know, I only get my information through movies. It's I never watch the news. I should, but I I, I just don't. I I I, I can't be bothered. <laughs> Okay, I'm joking about me not being bothered, but I, I I don't watch the news, so that's the second party. And then the third player of the this narrative is Zek, which is the Zimbabwean Electoral Commission. So obviously, as it states in the name, the Electoral Commission they're the ones that handle the the ballots, and they they're the ones that handle the election, make sure that everything is done in a legal manner, a lawful manner. They count up all the votes, make sure that, you know, the the, the party that won wins, like, you know, legally and, you know. So these are the three players of uh, the whole film. But uh, this film actually, you know, focuses a lot more on the MDC, the movement for democratic change and it focuses more on Nelson Chamisa. And Nelson Chamisa is basically the main character of this uh of this film. He's the leader of the opposition party and he's basically the main character. And he, you know, he's he's also in the he's 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 on he's on the front page of the poster. So it's basically from their point of view. Um so a lot of people could say a bit that that this is a bit biased that you know we're watching a documentary that follows one point of view of you know um a party instead of you know covering all the parties in an equal way and getting a more you know coherent and um broader and you know uh, a more objective point of view of like the the presidential run but uh, I watched an interview of Camelia Nielsen, the, the director, and apparently um, she wanted to cover the, um, the the ruling party, but she wasn't allowed access to the meeting. She wasn't allowed access to, you know, follow the, the, the vice president around. She wasn't allowed access to follow the party around or she wasn't included to go inside the, you know, the working environment. So... The only other party that was allowed, even Zek, she wasn't included to go to Zek, the Zimbabwe Electoral Commission, to to get in there and cover the film from Zek's point of view and cover the film from the ruling party point of view. So those two players of the in the game, they they these two players kind of uh, rejected the the film director. So she, the only person she was allowed to cover was Nelson Chamisa of the opposition party. They're the ones that let her in and let her, you know, film them, the meetings, film the process, film the run towards the, you know, the, the election. So in that sense, it is, I guess it might be biased, but there was no other choice. And it's basically, um, we'll just say it's the point of view of Nelson Chamisa and the movement for democratic change uh opposition party oh my god i feel like i've been politics man you dude every <laughs> oh man politics dude you're so many people in politics 
Like, damn, son. So, anyway. So, the film kind of starts off um, with the hope of Zimbabwe, basically. I, I'll, I'll put it in, that, in those words. Like, the hope of Zimbabwe. After the Emerson Ngagwa... Um, you know, usurped the 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 president Robert Mugabe, and you know, staged the coup. Um, there was a hope in Zimbabwe that you know Mugabe and uh, his regime of thirty eight years was at an end, and the real democracy was going to come about. And you know, there was a hope that things would change in Zimbabwe. And, you know, people will finally get jobs and corruption will, you know, will cease and all these other things. So there was some somewhat of hope that Zimbabwe was going to change. With that said, after the coup d'etat, after the removal of Mugabe, there was six or nine months to an election, a presidential election. And so... So that's where the film kind of kicks off. It starts off there where you watch uh, the opposition party have rallies, you know, um, try to get people on board. And you see like a huge amount of people pulling, coming in from all over, you know, like a massive amount of people coming to turning around these rallies. You know, they look like Donald Trump rallies. They, they were packed, you know, coming to, to the opposition party, coming to support trying to you know so there was this hope that you know it's mom was going to change and so and the person that was there was Nelson Chamisa who was going to who was going to you know be the next president and was going to take over it was going to beat Emerson Nongagwa so as you know um if you live in 2021 like I do then you know that uh that never happens, you know. Uh, Nelson Chamisa never won, and Emerson Ngawa, the vice president, became the official president of Zimbabwe. And the ruling party or the ruling regime hasn't changed; it's still the same. So, so it's uh, so that's the form basically. But in the middle, you get to see all these scenes of levels of corruption and levels of obvious corruption like bro this there's there's like the, the most obvious corruption i've ever seen in my life <laughs> so you get to see what basically the opposition party has to deal with and how the game is rigged already so earlier i mentioned this there's three players you know i said there's three players for a reason you know because this is a game to be honest and it's sad that it's a game but um in Zimbabwe, there's, there were, I think there was a scene in this film where one political leader from a from a, from a specific party refused to be involved in the election process because they said like the game is already rigged. We're gonna lose. Don't participate in this election because what you're doing is you're legitimizing this election because Zek, the Zimbabwean Electoral Commission has been compromised you know it, you basically so what this person was trying to say is that you you're playing a game but you know the the, the rules are stacked against you you're gonna lose you know you're you're 
definitely going to lose. The, the player one has, you know, cheats. And player two is playing fairly. But, you know, the referee is Zek. But, you know, the referee is really bought off. You know, the, the game, the rules are, you know, the rules are not in your favor. The referee is already bought off. And you're basically fighting this Goliath on your own. And you're trying to win a fair game with the high levels of cheating, you know. So, so there was a scene there where this guy was talking about it's pointless being involved in this election run. Because what you're doing is you are legitimizing this election. And this election is already fraudulent. But if you participate in it, you make it and make it real and you give it credit you know so don't participate in something that's fraudulent but yeah it was just interesting that you know i was just watching as a lay person i mean cool i mean you know maybe the rules are stacked against them but you know you have to follow the rules you know if there's a massive amount of voters coming you can't just you know fake that the the, the boy was i wrong oh my god so <laughs> So throughout this film, there's sections of this film where you see, like I said, the corruption is insane here. There's like voter fraud. There's there's miscounting of ballots. There, you know, people just fabricating numbers left, right, and center. Like there's an example where there was in the in the scene there was like a section, a region where there was only like you know two hundred thousand people that voted, but at the end, uh, the the Zimbabwean Electoral Commission said there was four hundred votes. It's like, well, how is that even possible? If how can there be four hundred votes if there's only two hundred people that voted? You know, in the specific, it doesn't make any sense. So you can see there was this amount of fabrication with numbers and whatnot, and it was just crazy how obvious the corruption was. And well, I guess the allegedly. Allegedly, how obvious it was, but I, I, it's, not, it's not even alleged. This is just obvious how corrupt. <laughs> so basically, the opposition party is playing a game they can't win, and so but that's basically the form, you know. And there's there's the scenes like you know that cover like August the first, two thousand eighteen, where the commission, the electoral commission, was you know they were taking so long to counting the votes that the the country was suspicious the people were suspicious so they went out to protest saying hey why is it taking so long to you know count up the votes something is going on here it, it, it seems fishy and in that day uh i think five people uh were killed you know at while they were protesting there was five people shot and killed and it's incredible when you watch this movie because there is so much footage of of seeing Zimbabwean soldiers literally firing live am ammunition at their own citizens, it's it's insanity. It's it's cr it's, it's bonkers, bro. I I, I don't know the words. Like six dead. Can you imagine six dead, just for protesting, live am ammunition? So it was a. Uh, it was in insane to see the level of corruption and how this you know. This hope that Zimbabwe had of a new Zimbabwe 
and you know under a new leader would it would bring change to Zimbabwe but you know because in Zimbabwe they were complaining about violence when Mugabe was running things but now you this showed that you know nothing has changed it's things are actually getting worse but but yeah that's the film the film has so many interesting things. I don't want to spoil I mean it's a documentary you know I'm not spoiling anything but it's more exciting watching it yourself um, but I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, I mean, everything's already spoiled. Everything is on, on it's on public record. It's on, it's on Wikipedia. But it's just crazy to see how you know corrupt all of this thing is, and how it was so obvious. Like they didn't even care. You know, the ruling party doesn't even care how obvious the corruption is. They were just like, "What are you guys gonna do? You can't do anything." You know, we have the power. You don't have the power. You can't do anything. So. I thought, you know, how, how, that's when I thought, I was like, man, you know what, how do you even stop corruption, you know, how, how do you, because I feel like a lot of corruption is happening with such high levels, how do you even stop corruption, and, and I'm not a politician, I'm just talking as a layperson, as just a person, because the, the film, this film is, is literally about corruption, right, so, having a discussion about corruption you know films asking you like hey this is what corruption is this is what they're doing and they don't care you know and it's asking us to like wants to, the film wants us to discuss so let's discuss man but obviously since i'm not a politician or i'm not like an intellectual <laughs> this discussion is gonna be uh not <laughs> not educated i guess but how do you stop corruption, man? Like, I just think you, I, I just think we need to be taken over by robots, to be honest. <laughs> because uh, because corruption is happening on such high levels and it's happening everywhere and it's impossible. I mean, I was watching Boardwalk Empire and I was like, because I, I didn't get to watch it back in the days. So I was watching it recently, I think a couple of weeks ago. And my God, bro, like... There was corruption in the 1920s, you know, in America. You know, you know, there was corruption in the 1920s. There's, there's always been corruption. Corruption isn't going nowhere, you know. Whether it's a democracy, whether it's, you know, an autocracy, whether it's communism or whatever it is, there's always going to be corruption. Like, corruption's not going anywhere. So, like, how do you even stop it? It's, it's just... This film is kind of is kind of upsetting to be honest, because you just go like, "Oh wow, you know this." It's you can't stop corruption, you know. It, you you just because stopping corruption is like stopping human nature, you know. That's impossible, you know. Human beings only do what human beings do, so it's insane. So that's what I'm saying. We should just be governed by robots, honestly. I mean. <laughs> government that is fair and it's not going to be corrupt my solution is robots bro but then people want to say like you know robots can get hacked and shit you know so people can just hack the robots and then yeah i guess you're right i guess people can just hack the robots hey man i, I don't know how, how are you gonna stop corruption i was watching this film not, not a film i was watching this tv show um it's an animation actually. It's called Legend of the of the Galactic Heroes. Um, there's like a hundred episodes. Uh, 
uh, what did I watch? I watched the 2019-2020. And Legend of the Galactic Heroes follows um, this planet, uh, which is run, which is uh, an autocracy. It's called the Empire. And then you have another planet, it's called the Free Alliance, where it's a, a, a couple of planets that are about democracy, and there's another, and there's a couple of other planets where they're run by one empire, you know, and it's about autocracy versus democracy, but dictatorship versus, you know, whatever. So the main character, and it has like, you know, Hitler-like, you know, references, and the main character is this uh, white dude with blue eyes and like golden hair, you know, like Hitler's wet dream, you know, and there's so much corruption in the empire, and he somewhat finds himself, and he's a main character, and he finds himself, you know, um, in a situation where he wants to overthrow the the Kaiser, the, the, the sovereign, you know. And he eventually does overthrow the sovereign, and he becomes a new Kaiser. And he gets rid of all the corruption, you know. He, he literally gets rid of all the corruption. And now you're watching a film that is... Another film, but you're watching a TV show where the main character and the character that you're rooting for is like you know a dictator, but he's like a really cool dictator. <laughs> he's a really cool dictator because he's like you know he's he's you know he's cutting out corruption, and then you watch the opposite side where it's about democracy, and you see how the democracy is so corrupt. Capitalism, you see how many people are just doing everything just to move up in the world and to, to fill their pockets in a democratic, you know, alliance. And you see the autocracy and you see this dictator guy, you know, con- trying to unify the whole the whole universe. It, it gives some Hitler vibes, but it was just interesting watching that and how, you know, how... Because, I, I don't know, I, just, I was just thinking about it because they were just... In that show, they're like they're talking about corruption and how to like stop corruption and like the trying to achieve like peace and whatnot. I'm still watching the show. I mean, I stopped what the episode the the show. I stopped on episode eighty, and I'm still watching at the moment. So I I, can't, I went back last week and I watched it again. It was just interesting seeing how. The approach to stop democracy, uh, not not to stop democracy, to to stop um, uh, corruption, because that is like, and and this show came out like in the nineteen eighties, you know, and I think it's similar to what the China was doing, right? Like the new leader in China, he when he went into power, he got rid of all you know corrupt the uh, corrupt politicians. But obviously, that apparently that's propaganda, so nobody can overthrow him. You know all of these things, but trying to think of like ways to like stop corruption is crazy, and it's it's interesting. It's a it's a discussion because I was googling it. I was like YouTubing how to stop corruption, and like you know all these YouTube videos and these Google videos are kind of pointless because all they're talking about oh we need to be vigilant and we need to look and we need to report corruption. Like come on, dude, how many years? Has corruption gone on? You know, it's not gonna stop. Like you, you, you need to. I think, I think that's probably how Hitler came into power, right? People kind of fed up with the government and how corrupt it is, and then this person came in and like, you know, 
cut everything off. And I think that <laughs> this is how autocracies thought. You know, I mean, I think so. That that this is how people say. You know, Mugabe was a dictator, I guess. But yo, why am I talking about politics, man? But anyway. <laughs> Uh, this has been Cinema Nomad, man. Uh, it's an interesting conversation. How to stop corruption? How does it? How does it? How do you even start? How? What are the options? I mean, how do we do it? How do you just get an investigating like unit that's going to investigate corruption at the Zondo commissions? But like you know, how do you stop corruption? How you know? How do you remove it? How does Zimbabwe stop corruption? How is it possible? How do they do it? Um, obviously, I'm not the person that's going to figure it out. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I am not the smartest person in the room. I'm not a educated person in these matters. Uh, I'm just a filmmaker who's interested in films. And I think this film was really interesting. And you guys should check it out. It's called President by Camelia Nielsen. It covers the election 2018 in Zimbabwe and follows Nelson Chemisa of the movement for democratic change so uh, check it out it's a fun form I'll see you tomorrow follow us on Twitter and Instagram at K underscore Gabana to stay updated on the latest episodes if you want to reach us or have films you want us to watch and talk about Please email us on this is cinemanomad at gmail.com. My name is Kate the Android, and thanks for listening.